0: empower and rehabilitate you back to health. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. And welcome back our wonderful listeners. I am very excited about today's podcast because we are going to be talking about unleashing your creative side. My guest today is Natalie Merritt Broderick. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Madeline. It's good to be here.
0: I start off all my podcasts in a very similar way, which is tell us a little bit about you and this will build the context for the discussion we're gonna have today. Okay,
1: well, I'm a country gal at heart. I've been living in the country for the last 11 years because I love the freedom of being in the country and I love nature. I started writing when I was 13 years old. I spent 28 years in the corporate world And in 2017, decided that wasn't where I was meant to be anymore. I got back into my writing full force in 2017. In 2018, I published a book of poetry. In 2018, I jumped into the art world. And I am today now very much about creativity and what it can do for myself and for others.
0: Amazing. That must have been a very scary jump, you know, when you get used to a certain way of working and doing things and then, you know, making a whole revolutionary change to the creative side, I I imagine must have been a very interesting time in your life.
1: It was. It was it was a bit of a difficult decision to make, but at the same time, I knew in my heart I wasn't where I was meant to be anymore. I knew that my life had a lot of dreams in it. And I knew that my writing at that time was the focal point and I've been doing it for so long and it comes so easily to me and one of the big things I've often said to people is I don't want to die with my dreams still in me I don't want to have regrets when I get to the end of my life and as much as I come from a family that lives for a very long time it's the time doesn't stand still for me anymore it goes very quickly and I want to spend my days doing what I love doing. And I want to share that with other people. I want to inspire them to find their creativity and do something with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling the inspiration already. I want to get, get into it. So let's, uh, let's start with, um, I want to talk about what creativity means to you. Right. Um, Because creativity can mean so many different things. So I figure if we kind of, you know, uh, define how you see it, that'll probably help the discussion as we move forward.
1: Yeah. So creativity to me is doing anything that you're really passionate about and that you love to do. And when you're doing it, you lose all track of time. That's the greatest moment for me. I some days will sit down and hours will pass by and I won't even notice it. The creativity is such that the world disappears for a while and I don't have to think about it. I just get into that zone of my imagination, of working with colors, of working with words. It's just a magical place to go to and no one can take that imagination and that creativity away from me. It's it's a simple way of being. It really is when you open yourself up to being creative and know that you are.
0: What, why, why is being creative so important? Why, why, why do we need to have this discussion about creativity? Like how, from your perspective, of course. I
1: think in today's world, we're very busy and we keep ourselves technically doing things that make us too busy. And creativity is a way of getting back in touch with who you really are and knowing that you have the ability to be creative. Yeah, our lives are very busy and we've made them busy and sometimes we don't need to make them as busy as they are, which may sound very strange to some people. But you have the opportunity to sit down and take those moments in your life and just just be and do something fun and that to me is what creativity needs to be about it needs to be taking those moments in your life when you just want to put the world aside and do something that lightens you up that lets your imagination run wild because we have such a vivid imagination but we're not we're not doing anything with it because the world's keeping us too busy doing external things that maybe we don't need to spend so much
0: time doing I was going to say fun. What's fun? And I mean, you know, I I say it jokingly, uh, because, you know, as a very busy person myself, you know, sometimes you get so caught up in just going through the motions, going through the day to day, that the idea of setting aside time for fun, and especially now during COVID, it's like, I don't even know, like, what to do. Cause the stuff that used to be fun and like I, I would do, I can't do right now. So, you know, I, I feel like right now that this, uh, I'm feeling that lull in, in fun and, you know, and that is not good for mental health. Right. So I'm glad that we're having this, you know, discussion about this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. COVID has, it's opened some doors and I think it's closed some. And what I want people to realize is that when you're dealing with something like this, that you don't forget about fun, that you don't forget about your creativity. And if you're someone who has gotten really immersed into COVID, I challenge you to find ways of taking five or 10 minutes out of your day and doing something that's fun, doing something that's creative that allows you to forget about COVID I understand it's there and I respect it for what it is and I do what I'm meant to do and what I have to do based on the regulations. But at the same time, for me, my creativity is essential because it allows me to forget about it, right? It's fortunate for me, I can take all day and forget about COVID and I appreciate someone like yourself who's busy working and can't necessarily do that, but I'd like to think that even during COVID that people can take that five or 10 minutes and just stop. Forget about the news, forget about COVID, forget about your day, especially if it hasn't been a great one and sit down and tune yourself into what you love to do or what you used to love doing, but because of your busy life, because of COVID, because of work, you've pushed that aside. I'd like you to bring it back into your world just so that you can experience it again and realize, you know what? I don't have to be tied up in Situation X 24 7, 365. I want you to step back and go, well, you know, I used to really love knitting or I love sewing. Go back and, and start doing it again. Get that passion back.
0: And I think we need to be reminded about continuing to live, Mm -hmm. right? There's still living that needs to to happen. And there's all kinds of thriving that's, that's possible, even in challenging times. Yes, there's this pandemic happening. And we certainly are learning that you know in this case we're not really that much in control of how this is going to play out right we 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 do all the things we need to do to keep ourselves safe um but too much focus on you know death and disease and you know um a, and you know a life that you you were living before right i mean there's a place that that has but then there's also the living side right and and i think the creative Getting into that creative spirit um, allows you to also return to some more fundamental truths about yourself and resilience and beauty and not everything is horrible. And this is why I don't listen to the Crisis News Network uh, 24-7 because it makes you feel like everything is just going down the hole um, all the time. And you can't be there all the time. You gotta give your brain space for growth, right? Like we're in fall right now, the leaves are dying and they're falling and we go through these life cycles for regeneration and growth and beauty to come out of this, right? And so maybe tapping into our creativeness is is actually, now that I'm literally thinking about it, you know, maybe the answer You know, it's the watering of our seedlings so that, you know, come spring or, you know, come a few weeks from now, you know, we're feeling like a different person in a different state, in a different mood.
1: Yeah, because the creativity with me, I find that when I have really good days, that the world around me even is better. I see things differently. I, You know, it's a very cloudy day here, but at the same time, if I spend you know, even a few hours being creative today, I won't care about what's going on outside and I'll see different things that do bring me happiness and joy. You're absolutely right. Like when we get too wrapped up in something that isn't going well, if we can have something that allows us to focus on something that brings us joy or makes us happy, or is just simple and not overwhelming and not where we get too into our heads, it can, shift how you actually look at everything else around you you know if you walk into a store things just seem brighter and more fun if you go outside yes it's dreary but it's a beautiful fall day the leaves are changing you see things differently when you get out of one mood if you will and into another one that makes you lighthearted and reminds you of, wow, I used to be able to do X and I love doing it and I could lose myself for hours. How did that feel when you got to the end of that five minutes, that half hour or whatever it was? I think that's important that people listen into that, tune into it. And once you start tuning into it, I think then you slowly start adding more because you realize the benefit of the creativity of well, okay, so the world isn't all that bad because I've tapped into my joy, passion and it's sort of fallen by the wayside. I can come back to that reality at some point, but I don't have to be in it 24 seven. And that's what picking up a coloring book and coloring, that's what sitting down and reading a good book or knitting or even writing a book because you get to go into a different mindset, into a different world with it.
0: Absolutely. A little bit of escape is always um, good because it does actually help to refresh the mind. I mean, I think to my business coaching programs and, uh, you know, business books and all this, ex, all these extra things that I read about. And, you know, they do talk about the importance of doing something completely different that is not um, a result, you know, like it's not a production-based something, like you're, you're just giving yourself the freedom and the space to do whatever without expectations, without, uh, you know, a deadline, without, you know, um, going to be graded on it or, you know, <laughs> it just completely business unrelated so that you can refresh, like recharge the battery so that when you step back into your working world, you're so much more productive Because A, you have to get stuff done because you took a day off, let's say. Um, But also there's like a refresh where the work doesn't seem so drag because you've taken the time to recharge your battery and now you're pumped up and you're like, all right, I'm ready to take on this next project. And then you actually get stuff done rather than kind of like humming and hawing. And I mean, I'm totally like that. I'll procrastinate. I'll do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Cause I don't want to get this other thing done that I need to get done. Had I just said, you know, I'm going to take the whole afternoon off and I'm going to do something completely different, use a different part of my brain I might actually come back and see a different perspective on the work or the task at hand, and then I'm going to be way more better at it.
1: That's, that's so true. And sometimes when you're sitting and doing something that's totally outside of what you're normally doing, then your brain has the opportunity to give you ideas that you wouldn't have thought of. So I like how you talked about the sort of recharging and going back to the job the next day. And all of a sudden you've got an idea that will fix potentially a problem you were having. And now it's not a problem anymore because your brain has been given the opportunity to forget it for, you know, five or 10 minutes. And it's amazing sometimes when I'm watching TV or when I'm coloring and all of a sudden ideas will just start coming to me about what I can write about, how I can do my art in a different way. It just you just need to shut down sometimes in order to get that opportunity for your brain to go um, quiet down for five minutes so I can give you you know, a solution that you might've been looking for. Or if you're working on a project at work, all of a sudden it's like, now I've got it. Now I know how to solve, or I can add this to it. And when we're trying to go really fast and we're not focused on, as you say, recharging, we miss a lot that is open to us. And I've sat on the couch watching TV and had something pop into my head and gone, you got to write this down now and come back to it later and do what you need with it. And I love those moments of just shutting down so that I can recharge and come up with new ideas on whatever it is I'm going to do
0: nothing better than the light bulb moment. Right. And like, how often does that happen? Like when you're in the shower or like you're doing something completely and utterly related. um, And, and there's nothing worse than trying to force a solution that isn't coming to you. Right. It's so frustrating. And it just, you know, versus just like stepping away from it as hard as it may be to be like, okay, I need to like step back because, you're going to spend four hours trying to force the solution when really you could take those four hours of torture, turn them into something creative and then at the end of it, get a light bulb moment and then be like, well, that was a much better way to get at the solution than trying to force the solution to happen. And oftentimes when you give your brain the space, the solution is going to be even better than whatever you forced to come through. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's, that's so true. And I've found that if, I am wanting to write something or I am wanting to do certain pieces of artwork. If I force it, it's crap. I'll be totally honest with you. It does not come out the way I want it to. I have to go into it. Either I need to be in my zone when I'm going into something or I need to just totally let go of expectations altogether because if I start putting expectations on things, they don't turn out. Now, one of the things I tend to do is, I have paper and pen with me wherever I go and I also obviously like most people have a phone so when I get those light bulb moments I have to write them down because I'm going to forget them but it's a great way of tracking those light bulb moments so you can come back to them and all I encourage people to do is make sure you put enough information with them because when you don't you come back to them it's like I have no idea what that meant hopefully it comes back to me I've I've done that quite a few times, but yeah, it's amazing where you can be and all of a sudden you just get some form of inspiration, some idea, and you have to walk away. Yesterday I was working on a pumpkin piece and I got to the point where I just had to stop because I was working too much with part of my brain that was trying to come up with something perfect. And I'm going, stop. Because you're not going where you want to. And then this morning it was like, just keep this simple. You're complicating something that does not need to be complicated. And that's where I'm learning and getting much better at going, okay, this is not working. We're going down the wrong path. Stop what you're doing and come back when you're refreshed and you've had, you know, even a half an hour can do wonders some days versus getting so wrapped up in it. And then it doesn't turn out any which way that you wanted it to.
0: Well, that's the truth, right? When the thinking brain gets too thinky, right? The thing is, is it becomes way, 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 way more complicated. Again, it's that forcing that solution, forcing that thing to be perfect. um, Because we're trying so hard and and it's mentally exhausting. If we, you know, step back, do something else, come with a refreshed look. It 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 just sounds so much more relaxing <laughs> than like trying to complicate things overly. Um, and, and I'm certainly, you know, guilty of I think we're all guilty of gotcha. doing that with all kinds of different aspects of our lives. And I think including with health too, right? We don't necessarily think um, you know, when we have a problem with our health or a problem with, you know, a- anything related to our well being. You know, we, we try to force solutions, we overcomplicate. And sometimes what we need to do is step back and do something different to allow that inner voice to come through and say, look, there are a couple things going on in your life and in your environment that probably aren't the best for you, like, you know, and gives you glimpses into a life that you could have, right? That creative piece or the creative piece opens up the doors for you to be to see your own self better and then make better decisions. So I think that the creative part of our brain has so much value to our health and well-being and to everything else making it better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We we've sort of been taught that we've got to be keep ourselves really really busy and not stop. And you know, time is of the essence. And there's so many different things that people say about time and being busy and how important it is, and you can't stop. And yet, how many people get to the end of the day, end of the week, and are going, like, I'm just exhausted, I've got nothing left to give myself or anyone else. And I, I've learned recently that being selfish and doing things that serve me is actually better in the long run for everyone else who associates with me because all of a sudden i've said no i need to take time for me and shut down and do something that's fun and i enjoy doing and then when i come back i can give you even more of myself in a much healthier and better way society is all about let's go 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 and i want people to kind of step back from that and not go 24 7 it is possible if you ask some other people you will find them in the world that say you don't have to spin like crazy in fact you'd be better off if you actually slowed down and didn't feel you had to get to the end of the you know race you know yesterday kind of idea so there's that's a lot the paradox. to be said. that's the paradox right slow down to go faster yeah. And, and does it get you where you want to go? Are you feeling better because you've raced to the finish line? What's there for you? Like I, I get going forward for things and, and reaching goals and whatnot. I just sort of struggle a little bit with what's it doing to us at the end of the day? And is it beneficial that we've raced so hard and forgotten about what makes us happy and what we can get enjoyment out of?
0: The journey, not the destination, right. right? We know we know where these where these um, you know, phrases come from, right? They come from certain, they come from wisdom, right? Um, and who knew that, you know, we would learn a very important lesson from an airplane safety manual. Put the mask on yourself first before you put it on others, right? Um, And again, this this is similarly, you know, recharging our batteries, self-care, so that we can be present and and better capable to show up in a very complicated world. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're talking about creativity. We've talked about uh, basically different benefits of creativity, both like, you know, in productivity, business, life, health. People are gonna probably say, yeah, but you know what? I'm not really artistic. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not really artsy fartsy. I don't really do that thing. Um, you know, I don't know what it is you're talking about. Like, how, <laughs> how would I do this? Um, you know, what, what would you say to that?
1: I'm gonna say that everybody is creative. I've had a lot of people say that they couldn't do what I'm doing. And it was very interesting when I got into the art world, I had no concept that I was gonna get there. And when I realized I didn't have to draw anything to do the kind of artwork that I'm doing, it magically opened up my world. Creativity isn't about just being an artist, a musician, a dancer, a singer. Creativity is about everything you do in your day. If you stopped and thought about your day and what you were doing from moment to moment, or even within your job some days, you are being creative. And I've brought it down to the simple terms for some people. How do you make your coffee in the morning? Like if it's black, okay, there's not a lot of creativity to black coffee, but if you put foam on the top, if you put cinnamon on the top and then draw a design in the top of it, cause it makes you feel good. For those people who are going into a business Atmosphere. Are you someone who takes time putting yourself together? Like, are you coordinating everything? Well, you're creative if you are. If you put makeup on in the morning and you've got certain colors that work with certain feels, I mean, you're being creative. Like, there's a lot we do in our daily lives that people aren't looking at and saying that's creative. It's just, well, I just put makeup on or I just put my clothes on. But you're doing it in a certain way. You're bringing the colors together. You're designing yourself to get out into the world. I think of people who do project management who would probably say, "There's no way I'm creative." Well, how you put a project plan together is creative. It creative. I have always had it in this box for myself that it was these certain type of people that were creatives. And now I've thought, let's open up that box. Let's look at what creativity really is and how in our daily lives we are being creative. If you're cooking every day and you have a certain flair you're putting into your cooking, creative. If you sow, depending on what you're sowing, you're being creative. Are you a gardener? Creativity, like it's, it's bigger than a lot of people imagine it to be. And that's why I look at it and think, You don't have to be like I am and have all the bells and whistles as such when it comes to painting, but you can have a coloring book and you can color. Or if you like to garden in the spring, you you know you go out to your garden and you're being creative. Like there's so many different ways, and it's interesting when people say, I'm not creative. Oh, if I spend about you know 10-15 minutes and you tell me what your day is like, I am going to find some way that you are being creative. And you're going to be shocked because, oh, your definition is so limited. Let's open that up. Let's really see what being creative is all about.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the way that you write an email or the way that you design and post things to social media though you know all I mean you're right there's so many different examples of that creativity Um, and I think it's just coming to me that really it's about bringing that awareness it's that mindfulness piece really like to pause and actually appreciate how you put your makeup on may actually be good enough Right. For that five, 10 minutes in that day and just be like, you know what? I'm going to be creative with my makeup today or, you know what? I'm going to be creative with the way I'm doing my hair today. Um, that allows you to step out and think about the task that you are actually doing. You know how you're putting your breakfast together. If you just took the time to actually think about what it is that you're doing rather than going through the motions of, I'm so busy. I got to get the breakfast together. I got to feed the kid. I got to make the lunch. I got to make my lunch. And then I got to get out the door. I got to slap some clothes on. So I think what you're saying is like, whoa, everybody, let's, let's pull the reins back on this horse and just be like, all right, let's just breathe and actually take a moment to appreciate the process of getting ready in the morning.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like when I think of when you're talking about even doing your hair, if you're someone who really enjoys you know, doing your hair and you spend the time, when was the last time you actually were doing it and stopped for that moment and thought, wow, like I really have a lot of different ways I can do my hair. And if you really love to do it, it's almost giving you permission to make more of what you're doing. I, and I'm not sure I'm gonna describe this properly, but I can imagine standing in front of a mirror, you know, if I were any good with a blow dryer and hair, I, I'm really, I'm not, but that's okay. I don't need to be creative that way. But imagine if the enjoyment you would get out of it more than it being just a habit where you actually stopped and went, well, you know, I really enjoy taking the time I do every morning to do my hair because I can do it in all kinds of different ways. And I know it's going to look good. And it's just maybe tomorrow I can try a different flow with my hair. Now that I know it's creative, like all of a sudden you're taking a habit and a, I just do this to. What else can I do? Where can I go? What other styles can I potentially do? Because I like to do it and I'm good at it. Like it just all of a sudden it opens up your world. It's not a chore anymore to do your hair. It's not a chore anymore to put your makeup on and listen to what people say to you. Like if you're going into work and someone's commenting on, you know, how you've done your hair and how great it looks and how did you do that. Take a sense of pride in that, in that you are doing something that brings you joy, but you've made it into a habit. So let's turn it back into being something that we can really enjoy doing and lightens you up, if you will. That's what I want people to understand.
0: And I think As you're describing this, I'm thinking to myself, like, the way that you carry yourself, right? Like, one thing to be like, ugh, got to get my hair and my makeup and my clothes on, I got to get to work, has a kind of mood and feeling, and you're going to carry yourself in a particular way versus, like, oh, you know what? It feels really nice and warm, got my blow dryer going. I'm going to, you know, tussle it a little here, give it a little curl here, right? And you kind of like look at yourself and you're like, yeah, that looks good. And then you go to work, you're going to carry that with you. And it may not, yes, I'm sure the hair is part of the reason that you're also getting the compliment but it's how you're wearing it what your facial feature the energy you're giving off to others that's alerting people to be like I don't know what it is maybe it's the hair but like there's something different about you and it's you know is it about the hair or is it something deeper than the hair
1: yeah it's it'll definitely be deeper when you're open to that like when you realize sort of what's going on And when you get that feedback, you are going to understand that it's, it's bigger than what you originally thought. It's not, it's it's not a chore anymore, then it becomes something that you want to spend more time doing. And, you know, potentially giving tips to other people on, you know, here's some simple things you can do, like, this is really easy, all you need to do is whatever. And, you know, if they're inclined to do it great, or it might even open up somebody else to wow, what have I got that I can do that will lend itself to this creativity, to being more joyful and open to the creativity that exists in your own life? Like It it can lead to so many different things as long as you're not putting creative in a box and shoving it away somewhere. You have to be, what can I do? What am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? What just lightens me up but I can forget about the world at the same time?
0: It's that intentionality, right? The intention to make something more than what it is. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about, you know, so we've talked about some, you know, day-to-day examples. Um, You know, what are some other ways, you know, because people, again, you know, people might have creativity in a box. It's like, you know, I paint or I have to arts and crafts and like all of that costs money and I don't really have money. Um, you know, what you know, what are some other ideas that you can lend to creativity that doesn't have to cost a lot of money? Well, I think
1: look around your house. I mean, I know for myself and granted, I may not be a fair person to look at because of the creativity I've got going on. But I look around my house at all the different things that I could potentially get creative with. Um, I mean, I think of if you've got pen and paper, you can sit down and start writing, or you could do some drawing or I doodle on paper to get ideas and get inspired. If you've got children, I guarantee you, you probably got some items in your household that, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for you to sit down with your kids and spend some quality time and see what they're interested in, what they do. I mean, I love watching my grandkids because they are very intent and they are creative. What can I learn from them? So I think if we were to stop and if we want to get creative, so I think that's number one, if you want to get creative, then take time and go through your house and you know do you have knitting needles and some wool that have you know found their way to the back of some drawer that you could pull out and make a scarf it's as simple as making a scarf if you're somebody who can do sweaters I don't do sweaters I do scarves but you know is that something that you've put aside for a little while that you could actually be doing this morning, thinking about us talking today, there are people who take old books and they're able to cut patterns out of them. I'm not going to do this justice, but, you know, the book has been taken and made into something.
0: Like I've, I've it- seen that on social media where they've taken books and cut it out and like it, it's this beautiful picture. I don't know how they do it. I'm sure there's YouTube video, YouTube instructional videos. If you wanted to take that crappy book that you're not going to do anything with, maybe you just didn't like the story, or maybe it reminds you of like, you know, that high school project that you didn't do well on. And you're like, how do I, you know, rather than burn this, you know, maybe I could do something else with it. Maybe you could take paper as we're heading into the winter season and make snowflakes out of it. Yes. You just need paper and scissors, right? Exactly. Okay, it's a little more fun when you do it with your kids. Um, you know, as a, as a thing, I don't know that I would sit and do it myself. However, having said that there are items or, or, or you know what came to mind is like, we have um, like planters pots that I buy at the dollar store for like two bucks if you had paint in your house really easy just to paint and doodle over that so that in springtime when you put your planters out now you have this creative thing that you got to do so that's an idea of like repurposing things you may already have in your home and yeah. uh, maybe it's rearranging and redecorating the interior interior design right yeah. playing around with where where the plants are going and where the pictures are that's creative too if you're like that spring clean and fall, you know, fall clean, that's totally game for creativity.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, you have to be willing to look around your house to see what you have, because it's amazing. I mean, there's probably drawers, if I went into them, the things I could find. And as you say, repurposing things, there's a lot of people have things in their home that aren't doing anything. So what can you do with them? And I will be honest, YouTube is one of my closest friends because when I need inspiration or when I want different ideas for how I can do my artwork specifically, I go to YouTube because someone else is, you know, maybe doing something that I can incorporate into if I want. YouTube, I think, probably covers absolutely everything. So all you have to do is type in a couple of words and you'll start seeing videos and there are all kinds out there that could lend itself to what do I do with these planters? You're absolutely right. If you've got some paint and you've got planters start to make a design on it It doesn't have to be perfect. And in fact, if you're looking for perfection, please stop because it isn't going to get you very far. And I know that from experience, but be open to, I can draw, so what can I put on these? How can I bring more color to my life if that's something I'm looking to do? Um, Involve your kids. I mean, make it a Friday night activity where the phones go down, the TV goes off, maybe play some music in the background. But as I say, kids are great for helping us to learn, to be creative because they don't care about everything else. They just wanna have fun. And now, because we're spending so much time at home with our families, you have the perfect opportunity now to share with your kids your joy and your passion and what you can do that's creative, and then, you know, bring it together with their ideas. I can imagine people, if they were really open to it, spending an hour or two once a week with their kids, and just let's put the world aside for a moment. Let's just have some fun and see what we can do. It's a great bonding time because people aren't going out that much anymore, and yet at the same time, it's what do we do? We're at we're at home. TV hasn't really got much on because they're running reruns. What can we do with the members of our family to have some fun? You can play a game because you can get creative doing that, but you can also get creative coloring. You can also get creative you know, cutting shapes out of newspaper that you've got, like there is a lot that can bring your creativity out and you don't know where it's going to lead you. Like something that starts out very small, all of a sudden it's like, I hadn't thought about that. Where can I take this next?
0: Yeah. I did that with my daughter this weekend. I went to YouTube and uh, what did I type in? Like, um, you know, how to draw for under five-year-old and it was like uh, just a like a an instructional on like how to draw the sun well so much came up and I, so i asked my daughter i said well what do you want to do you want to do a butterfly you want to do a sun you want to do this she's like i want to do the sun and it's just like a lady with a marker like drawing a sun and like you know very simple very basic to you know my daughter's four so she's you know trying to learn shapes and, you know, how to put pen to paper and that kind of thing. And she just had a great time drawing a sun. Now, mind you, it didn't look anything like a sun, but it was a very cute looking, you know, uh, very cute looking uh, drawing. And she had a great time just like following along this video and we could put it on pause. And she's like, I have to catch up, you know, I said, okay, just put it on pause and color in the stuff. And yeah, she had a great time and it was just as simple as, you know, how to and then fill in fill in the blanks and so many different ideas are gonna come up. I have a question about creative flow because you know, you're know, busy life and you're busy this, and, and it's like, obviously you're in a different frame of mind. And so then you sit down and you look, let's say, let's use doodling as an example. So you sit down, you have your paper, your pen in front of you, and you're like, now what? you know, cause you, you don't have that flow. You, you don't have the creative juices. You're begrudgingly going, I'm going to sit here and be creative and I'm going to get into the flow or, or, you know, people have writer's block, you know, that, yes. right. So like yes. what, you know, when you, when you're stuck and you feel like either you can't get started or you're going through, like, what are some ways, what are some tips for that?
1: So I'm very fortunate. I can walk out my front door and I'm right in nature. And I like being out in that because nature inspires me. I am the type of individual, I won't force my creativity because it tends not to turn out well for me. But it is kind of interesting when you talked about doodling because I have spent some mornings where I will put on an audio book and I will sit down. And I will either color or I'll just, you know, draw swirly lines over a page. If you can find a way of actually relaxing yourself and not putting the pressure on yourself to be, okay, five o'clock, got to be creative. Granted, you know, depending on what your day is, you may have to sort of put a time aside for it. But at the same time, for me, if I force it, it doesn't turn out. And I won't do it with my artwork. Like with my artwork, because of what I'm doing, I don't want to be messing up 100 canvases until I kind of get it right and I get into my flow. With writing, it's a little different because I can just sit down and start writing. But again, I like being in a zone. I like having something specific to write about. So for me, the best times to be in my flow are when I have an idea that's just popped into my head and then I I let it go. I think if you you get to the point where you're getting frustrated with it, I would say don't do it because it's only going to make you dislike creativity. And that's not what I'm aiming people to do. I want people to sit down and, you know, if within five minutes, it's just not happening for you, then go do something else. But have it be something that relaxes you and just allows you to become calm and peaceful, if you will. You know, it could be doing the dishes. You know, who knows what that is. I don't like forcing creativity. I really don't because it's not helpful to me.
0: What about? So, and on the flip side of that, I wonder if, like, even just doing a little brainstorming, like, if I'm sitting there and I don't really know what to doodle, like, I wonder if kind of being creative about what I might do might be helpful, like in the sense of like, okay, well, I can doodle circles or like, what, what do I see outside that I can use as like a shape? And then, you know, then I can build around it. So maybe, you know, if you're, cause I'm, I'm trying to think of, you know, for the individual who has to kind of schedule it into right. their, right. How do you get into the creative flow? And I've, and I've read books about writing as well, that sometimes, you know, you just have to sit down and just start kind of typing and know that like you're typing right now the first paragraph is going to be completely and utterly tossed out. So if you know, okay, I'm going to write the first 300 words of like crap and you can literally sit there and type, this is crap. I feel like crap writing this, right? Eventually you're going to start to feel silly about the fact that you're writing like, this is crap. I don't know what to write about. Like, you know, and you're literally like just letting all of that energy out. And then all of a sudden within, you know, 200 words, ideas start to spring or you're like you know you're writing about like what I don't know what to write about okay I can write about the leaves and then like you know and then it kind of transforms into a flow so sometimes I've heard people say like just start with something and then just see where it goes and like put no expectation on the start Right. So maybe you have a scrap piece of paper that like you're just going to start to doodle and then you have your paper beside it that, you know, is going to be your official doodle that you're going to like put in a picture frame. (laughs) Um, I was just thinking that that's one way or um, going out for exercise or maybe just looking around your environment and be like, okay, well, what what's inspiring that I can see right now um, that maybe will help me get into maybe maybe. Do meditation first and then like, you know, allow your brain to like throw things around and pick something out of the meditation that stood out. Maybe it was a swirl. Maybe it was a idea or something. I don't know. Those are just things that come to my mind that I would probably use to, you know, start getting my gears to like, I'm basically downshifting yeah. from, yes. you know, the fast lane into like more okay how do i move myself into this zone uh because not everybody can just like get in there but that's yeah. interesting when you talk about perfectionism because you know i wonder if creativity is like a therapy for perfectionists because i know i'm perfectionist with most things in my life or recovering perfectionists letting go way more often these days (laughs) than I did when I was younger. Maybe it's an age thing. I'm thinking it's probably an age thing where I just, I'm like less judgmental on myself. But I think creativity can be a really helpful tool for a perfectionist because it's whatever you want it to be.
1: It is. And so I've had to learn with my paintings, I do acrylic pours. And if I've learned one thing, you cannot put any expectations on it. I get to choose the objects I paint, I get to choose the colors I use, but if I attempt to say, this is how it's going to look when I get done with it, and it's not, at the beginning, that was extremely painful for me because it was like, why are you not looking the way I need you to be? And yet, in and the part of me knew, but you're pouring paint onto something, whatever gave you the concept that you were gonna be able to make a, if I could, like a horse out of this. Granted, some of my pieces are brilliant because if you look at them long enough, you will see certain things within them and other people have, which is brilliant. And I love that. But if you want to help let go of your perfectionism, <laughs> acrylic pours are a beautiful way to do it because it's taught me a lot about patience. It's taught me just let it be. Life. We tend not to want to let things be. We have an expectation and this is the way it's got to be. And if it's not this way, the world blows up around you. Whereas I'm learning, you have to let it be. You know, life is a series of events. Let's enjoy the journey instead of making it as painful as I know I have at certain times in my life. Yeah, being a perfectionist, even with my writing, I've really had to let go of wanting it to be perfect because it doesn't need to be. It's, It's almost as if as an artist, you get this concept in your head that it's gotta be perfect because other people are looking at it and they have that expectation that it has to be perfect. I learned very early on when I was posting some of my work, not to comment on it because I would. I put a comment with one of my paintings and I quickly realized, as soon as I did that, I was putting ideas in people's heads that weren't already there. So all of a sudden I'm directing you where I may not want you to go. So it's like, okay, here you go. Here's my art, what do you think? Like, when it comes to creating things, is anything ever perfect? Like truly ever perfect. And I, I understand that better now that let go of the perfectionism, Have fun with it because I do. I love working with color. I love swirling words together. It gives me a real sense of this is what I'm meant to be doing because I've let go of the perfectionism. I've just let it be and it's created more passion within me because of that. And I know when to walk away from it. I know when those moments are that it's not happening, walk away from it. I'd like to go back to the writing just a little bit in that when it comes to sitting down and writing, I will only write about heart-centered, heart-centered pieces and what I know about. So I would recommend to anyone who wants to start writing or has thought about it, what do you know about? What are you passionate about? Because it's those topics that lend themselves to it becoming very easy and from there you can grow what you will talk about
0: yeah that's a that's a great tip on like where to be to begin with that so my dog is having a dream right now so she's if you're hearing a little like she's dreaming right now and of course she's laying on the uh, carpet right beside me um but but yeah you know i i i feel like She's distracting me with her with her with her dreaming. See creativity, she's being creative, even are right. creative. Um what I was gonna say is it's amazing how you can get to know yourself and get to know life because it's so interesting, you know, you talking about acrylic pores and how much something simple like that can teach you about life, right? Like I can pour these colors but how gravity is going to pull them and what, how they're going to flow over the object or, you know, how it's going to configure itself. Like maybe I have some control depending on what it is. I can move the canvas around a little bit to kind of force it to go one way or the other, but at the end of the day, how that all settles and is, is what it is. Um, And that's, that's, that's such a great lesson, you know, in life, right? We have, control over some things and then we have absolutely no control over other things and we don't have to suffer over that no. right we can just as you said be with it and learn whatever it is we need to learn and regardless of how that painting comes out it's neither right nor wrong it just is I right. think you know w- w- we don't need to so I think with the creative pieces we can take away the judgment. It doesn't need to be one thing or another. It can just be a coffee, you know. It can just be the hairstyle. It can just be. I mean, I, I think to some some uh you know artists about you know paintings that you know sometimes I look at it and I'm like, people paid fifty million dollars for that painting, right? And and like some that's great. Mm-hmm if that brings you passion and joy and you think that's the most amazing piece of artwork, like that is totally great and nobody should take that away from you, right? But imagine, you know, that painter being like this, this painting is, you know, not good and tucks it away and then, you know, has this one piece and then people are crazy about buying up, right? You just never know where things are gonna go. And right now, like, yeah, maybe your first draft of your book isn't great, good actually that is good because that's you can go back and then you can make it better yeah right it's self-growth and you know we're not going to get life quote unquote right but maybe it is right to get it wrong so that we can make it right yeah so there you go now we've gotten into philosophy creative philosophy philosophical conversation there there you have it on a on a monday afternoon I've really, I've really enjoyed like this conversation about creativity has been quite fun. Yeah.
1: And then, and that's what I want. I want people to understand more about creativity. I want it to inspire people to, to tap into it. People need to have fun. The life is too short. I just, when I see the days and the hours passing by as quickly as they do, I think to myself, we're almost to the end of 2020. Being the year that it's been, we're almost to the end of it. And there are no guarantees in life. I've, I've learned that. I've known that for a long time now. And I guess you have to figure out what's important to you. If creativity is just another word to you, then I'm totally cool with that. But if you have some sense of a young spirit within you or something you love doing as a child and you need something to take you back there or at least just give you a chance to release from the world, then, like I say, I challenge you to look into that. What can I do? What can I spend five minutes a day doing in order to, you know, just unwind to have, have fun and, it doesn't have to be for anyone else. It seriously doesn't. It's not like I'm asking you to be creative and all of a sudden start sharing yourself and what you do on social media. This is a way for people just to enjoy some other time in their life and know that the world doesn't have to be a serious place all the time. And you don't know what it's going to open up for you if you do take the time to, Enjoy your creativity. You don't know where it's going to take you if you don't make an attempt to see what it is you love to do.
0: I agree. What a very important message to the world. And we all could use a little bit more fun and a little bit more creativity. Um, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned like you share your work, you know, different pieces with the world. Like where where can people find you, follow you, have you perhaps as a inspirational beacon of ideas? um, If they wanted to follow you, you know, where where can people find you and your work? The best place for me is Facebook. I have a page called Let It
1: Poor Creations, which is where I showcase my artwork that I've been doing. And I also have a writing page called Natalie Merritt Broderick. And so I keep the two worlds separate as such but I usually point people to Facebook and then I go from there if they ever want to reach out to me.
0: Excellent. Thank you. And we'll post, uh, we'll post links in the show notes to make it easy for you to find those pages. Uh, If you need that inspiration or, you know, have an idea or something and need to talk it through, need a little, you know, creativity boost, you can, uh, you know, find Natalie and reach, reach out to her. I want to thank you very much for taking time away from your creativity to be creative in an audio format with me today. Um, It's been really fun.
1: Yes, thank you, Madeline, I've enjoyed this and I, I really hope that it inspires others, right? To look at their own lives and maybe, how can I get creative today?
0: Perfect. So always at the end, I'd like to thank our listeners who, you know, uh, come and join us and, and listen to the podcasts and obviously subscribe. And if you're not subscribed, be sure to subscribe because you just never know what creative podcast will be coming out next week. Um, just to, you know, throw that word around just a little bit more um, and maybe sharing it out with others. Cause you never know, what's going to be the spark that lights the fire, or maybe the fire is going there and it just needs a little bit of, you know, waving at it with some air to get it, you know, burning a little bit brighter. Um, But you don't know whose day you're going to make brighter. So share it out, like it, comment, let us know what you think. And we look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode. Bye for now.